Shalom Aleichem, dear friends. We just experienced together an absolutely beautiful simcha, uh, an event, a historical event, where, first of all, historical for our kolol, of course, first Sefer Torah for our kolol, very hush of a thing, but I mean more historic in the sense that there's a, fun, there's a fundamental change, an incredible change that took place, something that we witnessed with the, that writing of that last letter, the Lamed, of the Shem Yisroel, that finished the Sefer Torah and imbued it with the Kedusha Sefer Torah, that's an unbelievable thing. You know, we just want to focus on that, talk about that for for a few minutes. So, there's a Peladika Midrash. Midrash Bracious Rabbah says on the Pasuk, Vayas Hashem Lakim, La Adam Ishto, Kisnos Or, that Hashem made for Adam and Chava garments of leather, leather garments. This is after the hate of Adam Rishon, Adam and Chava, and so Hashem makes for them garments, garments of leather specifically. <laughs> so on that, the Midrash says, the Bessoroso shall Rabbi Meir, the Torah of Rabbi Meir, Motsou Kosuv Kisnos Or, with an Aleph. In the Torah of Rabbi Meir, they found it written, Kisnos or with an Aleph, which is an interesting language. They found it. I mean, it doesn't say in the Torah of Rabbi Meir it was written, or in, or that Rabbi Meir wrote um, Kisnos or with an Aleph. Now, it may be important to note that Rabbi Meir was a cipher. So, if we are talking about uh, that, it was found in the Torah of Rabbi Meir. So, again, maybe you should say Rabbi Meir wrote in his Torah, Rabbi Meir wrote with an, with an Aleph, not with an Ayn. Obviously, the problem with any of these explanations, and it's, uh, that's why it's such a Peldeca Midrash, is that, that, that this type of a change to the Torah would passel the Torah, because it changes the meaning of the word from being garments of leather to garments of light. That's an that's a alteration. alteration in the meaning, and that would invalidate the Torah. So what's the Midrash telling us over here? That Rabbi Meir's Torah was Apostle Sefer Torah? Is that, is that what it comes to say? And again, we're pointing out that this strange language of Motsau, they found it written in Rabbi Meir's Torah that it said, or the Nalaf. So, the Rizal, Sefer Likutim, says that, no, that it doesn't mean that there was actually a mere road chasashalm, apostle Sefer Torah. It means that those that would look into the Torah of Rabbi Meir, and by the Torah here we don't necessarily mean the one single Torah scroll that he had by him, perhaps, but not necessarily. It means the Torah of Rabbi Meir. The Torah, the, 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 if you could step into the world of Rabbi Meir, in the, through the eyes of Rabbi Meir. In that Torah, 
it was written with an Aleph. What does that mean? Says the Ari, it means the Rabbi Meir returned these garments to be garments of light uh, instead of garments of leather with the light of his Torah. Meaning that his Torah was was ha- had this fixed up aspect to it. Just to understand, meaning to say, prior to the hate of Adam Arishan, the entire the the, the 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 what we know today, this is the the the, the Dastfunus, the Ramchal writes that the level that our neshama is today is what the body of Adam Arishan was back then prior to the sin. Um, now, of course, the Derech Hashem describes the Neshama as being Sichlis Vizacha. Uh, it's spiritual and um, and brilliant and, and radiant uh, or, or, or tra- transparent, glowing, where that family of words. Um, as opposed to physical things, are achur, are opaque. Now, of course, everything is relative. The Derech Hashem there is describing everyone's, the relationship between everyone's Nisham and everyone's Guf, but um, Adam Arishan's so Guf, although it was compared to his Nishama, it was um, something that obstructed light, whatever that means, uh, but compared to what we can imagine, it was, uh, it was, it was glowing. It was it was uh, translucent. It was uh, you could see light coming out of it. Like we know that to a certain extent there is a still a, a remnant of it on a certain level of the horisponum of the radiance of the face that the, that Sadiqim have. Even now, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu managed to bring some of that back to the point that he had. Carne or he had beams of light coming out from his from the skin of his face. Um, so we can imagine the the body of Adamarishan being like that prior to the hate. And then as a result of the hate, um, so he now Adam and Chava were now covered in in they needed to be covered in leather garments which cover up the inner beauty and the radiance that Adam had. Um, which, of course, makes us all think about these crazy times when we are forced to wear a face mask covering up our Horus Ponum, right? Sneeze applies to all the different body parts except for the face and the hands right the reason is because the physicality has to be covered over if a person walks around undressed so seeing that behemius that that that, that physicality now with the tam with the of hate in us all so everything very quickly turns animalistic and the neshama is forgotten. That's why people who are not tzanua have such a difficult time connecting to anything spiritual 
to anything internal, to, to their neshama. But the face was, uh, is, is uh, exempt from that, right? So we, we see that Adam and Chava, they were embarrassed. After they had sinned, they were embarrassed they were, uh, because they saw they were naked and they hid. And Hashem made for them kiss no sword. He made for them garments of, of leather. means to cover up that shame, to cover up that nakedness. That's what, that's, what the, that's what these garments do. But the face didn't have to be covered over because the face still had that glow. Since it didn't lose the glow, since it didn't lose the light on a certain level. I mean, it lost it, of course, on a major level. It lost it, but a little bit. There's still maintenance of the huma- humanity in our faces. When you look at a person's face and it's, it has a shine, has a glow of humanity to it as opposed to a... Um, the you know the mug of a, of, of an animal the the snort of an animal right so then that's why the face can still be left revealed and it doesn't um, detract from sneers on the contrary it helps people to recognize that this is Selma looking over here that's why there's no Indian for a woman to cover her face even if she's a very beautiful woman because, on the contrary, when you look at her face, you recognize much more so. No, this is a person. This is Salam Alukim. This is a shama. This is not a, it's not a piece of meat that someone should be running after. Right? So that's, that's the tremendous tochaka galuya that we've been getting, that Hashem is giving us, that the person has to walk around with a muzzle on his face, like an animal, cover, that we're not allowed... To walk around with our faces open, the, 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 not, that conceals our tzelamelokim. That's a this garment, unlike the other begadim, that they cover up our nakedness and help us to be more tzelamelokim. Here's a concealment of, and cert, to a certain extent, it speaks of the fact that perhaps we've lost some of that haaras ponim, some of that radiance of the face that we are supposed to have. So if that's the case. There's no different than the thigh person's face no different than their thigh. So just like the thigh should be covered over, so too the face should be covered over. It's a pachat pchadim. So that's the kitnus or that Hashem made to cover up the nakedness because there was the embarrassment, because of the physicality that that transpired, that the body of other Mauritian Chava that used to be ra- so radiant now became so coarse, so physical, that it needed to be covered over with leather garments. So, but in the Torah of Rabbi Meir, he managed to bring it back, to, reinst- to reinstate the spiritual level of, as if Hashem made for them garments of light, means to say that, the, that their body, their skin, regained its radiant glow, similar to pre-Chait of Adam Rishon. And that's very apropos for the name of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir, the Gemara in Ervin, that you give on the base, says, Lo Rabbi Meir Shmo, his name was not really Rabbi Meir, El Rabbi Nehoroi Shmo. He's called Rabbi Nehoroi, really. But why is he called Rabbi Meir? Because he was Meir Ene Chachamim, Behalacha. He illuminated people's eyes. He illuminated the eyes of the Chachamim more than other people. So he had this illuminating power. He had the power to bring light to things, to bring the light out from things, from 
a state of concealment to a state of light. And that is symbolized in the most powerful way from in the changing over of kisnos or with an ayin, leather garments to kit, to kitnos or with an aleph of garments of, of light and the nobody it was not by coincidence of course there's an ayin that's becoming an aleph the concept of an ayin is always physicality um, ayin is a very guttural letter it's very you can feel the letter uh, very much the aleph is a letter that is the exact opposite it has no sound whatsoever the ayin the morale in drush Allah mitzvah says ayin is gematria 70 that corresponds to the 70 nations of the world the aleph is numerical value 1 that corresponds to the Jewish people uh, the Gemara in Shabbos warns us not to confuse an ayin with an aleph although they kind of new look uh, pictorially similar that the ayin has a diagonal line with a with a yud coming down into it Aleph also has a diagonal line just going in the other direction with also a yud coming down to it Aleph also has another yud coming up from the bottom up to it as well but they have that, they share that similarity um, it's interesting to know that nowadays we pronounce an ayin and Aleph the same way we've lost the, the Yemenites still have uh, the ability to pronounce ayins, we've kind of lost that, so that seems to be a, uh, there's a, another reason why the Gemara and Shabbos warned me not to confuse the two, um, and also, of course, the, the, the illusion that, that the, so the, the ayin represents physicality in many, many words, one can see the, uh, the fact that when an ayin uh, is switched out for an aleph, or the other way around, when an aleph is switched out for an ayin, then one transfers from being conceptual, when an aleph is, the, is that thing in its conceptual form, and uh, when it becomes an ayin, then it becomes um, in, a, in a more physicalized, um, concretized form. Some examples are osher v'osher, so um, on the, with an aleph it means happiness, and with an ayin it means rich, so richness is a type of, a, you know, people they confuse the two, because uh, rich is the physical vessel for, for happiness, or rich is, is a person has an abundance, and a person is happy, they, they feel rich also, but in a different way, in a spiritual way, they feel whole, they feel good, they feel happy, they have everything they need. As opposed to being an usher in a, in a, in a uh, physical sense, that's that's an aleph. The aleph represents happy. It's a spiritual state that a person's in. Once you switch that aleph to an ayin, so then it becomes the same thing, but in a physical sense of being rich. Um, another example is an elam and a helam. Aleph, Lamed, Mem, Elaim is a mute, someone who is hidden conceptually from the world. He can't communicate with the world. He can't express himself to the world. He's got things inside, feelings, emotions, desires that he wants to express, but he can't. They're completely, they're hidden from the outside world. And Helim is to be hidden um, in a physical sense, to be hiding under the table. So not... Um, uh, 
not in uh, in, in Elaim is not hidden in the sense of being under the table, but he's hidden means he's hidden inside himself. There, there, there are many other such examples of this concept. So the letter over here is going. We're going from kisnos or uh, garments of leather, meaning it's it's a or behema, the the leather of an animal, right? the leather of an animal, and it's b- being turned into kisnos or an aleph of garments of light. So that's the returning the way that things ought to be back from the way that they fell from with the hate of Adam Mauritian means initially the world was in a state of light of where Adam was a clear expression of the Ratzon Hashem that's what light is light is I can see clearly I can see exactly what's going on I can see what the thing is for the thing is translucent so I can see the light coming through it. If it becomes an ore, if it becomes a leather, if it becomes a hide, then it obscures, it hides the what, what, what really is going on over here. It conceals. So the ore behema is being, trans, is being changed over into Torah ore, into the light of the Torah. And that's what's happening over here. The Sefer Torah is the clearest manifestation of Adam taking that challenge, taking that task of uplifting the physical world back to the way it ought to be, where we take animal hide, we take cow skin, we take uh, or behema with an iron, and we work on it, a person with pure intent and dedication, working full-time for a year to write a safer Torah on behalf of our community. And now, by the end of it, with our addition of those last few letters, it becomes Torah Or. It becomes the light of the Torah. It becomes the Word of God in this world. It becomes clear. It becomes... Explicit. Here's the Dvar Hashem. There was a cow that you couldn't see the Dvar Hashem in it. You could, the world hides Hashem. It's a Bechina of Or Behema. And then it was translated, it was uplifted to a Bechina of Tor Or. And this is a time that we need to do that to ourselves as well. Like we mentioned, we're in a state of tremendous embarrassment where Hashem is making us wear, walk around wearing masks as if we're animals, as if we don't have any horus them, we don't have any radiance even to our face, much less our bodies. Don't, even our faces need to be covered over. The tremendous busha, oil osa busha, oil osa chlima. And number two is that this is Chodesh Elul. We're, we're machnas, the new Sefer Torah in Chodesh Elul. Chodesh Elul, Rav Tzadik says that the first Mishnah in Masechus Rosh Hashanah Tells us that first of Elul is Rosh Hashanah LeMaiser Behema. It's the day that determines the Maiser Behema. Maiser Behema is where a person can sanctify the Behemis, the, the the animalistic inside of himself. Not only the physical animals that every tenth 
animal becomes Kaddish, but also, obviously, there's a deeper illusion that just like on a physical sense, every tenth animal, that's what that's the, the calendar year for, for, for the animals becoming Kaddish. But so too it means that our physicality, our animalistic self, the the orbahemi, the, the 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 leather hide, the animal skin, the animal flesh that we have, is a time that can be uplifted and changed to become a Torah or to become the light of the Torah. That's this is the time to do it, and we were zocha to a hachnasa sefer Torah in a, in a zman musugal that's especially appropriate to do this. And this is a time that we so desperately need to do this, so that this embarrassment, that this tochacha galuya of the corona masks should leave our midst, that we should be able to be human together with one another. So we desperately need this rectification. May we be zolcha that just like now as a community, we wrote a Sefer Torah, and we are machnesit into the Arna Kodesh, that we should all do that within ourselves, each one in his own Arna Kodesh, in his own Sefer Torah, that we should be zolcha to anabachinas ma to do what Rabbi Meir did, that it should be found in our Sefer Torah, written, Kisnus, or with an Aleph.